0: Hey everybody, Marty Griffin here. This is the Golf Strategy School podcast, the only podcast dedicated to the new or less experienced golfer who's still working on breaking that milestone score of 90 or even 100. We are coming to you from the Super Speed Studios in Madison, Wisconsin. If you want to hit the ball farther and if you want 10% off your entire order, head over to superspeedgolf.com, use promo code GOLFSTRATEGY and get 10% off your entire order this episode we are talking about how we can add distance to our irons by just striking them more solidly and more purely let's get to it do you love to play golf do you wish you could be a more consistent and confident player well you're in the right place this is the golf strategy school podcast where we discuss specific practice strategies used by some of the best golf instructors from around the world Here's your host, Marty Griffin. All right, so we all know that pros like Tiger and Rory have just made huge careers out of being exceptional players all around, but really specifically in the irons. It's one of the biggest differences between the amateur and even the scratch golfer, let alone a pro. If you watch a tour player hit an iron shot in slow motion, you're going to see them hitting the back of the ball just before they hit the ground. You'll also notice sometimes a rather sizable divot right after contact. When you feel confident with an iron and can hit more greens in regulation, obviously it's going to translate into lower scores. You know, more pars, more birdies. That all starts with, first off, just better contact with your irons. So our goal this episode is to kind of get rid of those weak shots that kind of slice away from the green or especially those chunks that they only fly, you know, 10, 15 feet. When your divot flies farther than the ball, we're trying to get rid of that one in this episode. So what we're going to talk about is how you can work on really consistently puring those irons. So the first thing we're talking about in striking the irons pure, it's really the impact position or actually kind of your body and the club, the moment that the club face contacts the ball. During this impact, it's important to have the shaft of the club leaning just a little bit forward with the feeling of almost like you're pushing into the ground. In order to create this feeling, honestly, you're better off just to kind of practice what it's like to hit a punch shot rather than taking a full-blown swing at it the punch shot allows you to kind of understand what it feels like to put pressure into the ball. You know, like any of these tips and like all of my students know that work with me, all of the students that are in the golf strategy Academy know we like to practice kind of the extreme on the range that way. When it comes time to actually performing on the course, you don't have to think about it as much and you kind of regress to the mean where you're going to be more in the proper position. So we always want to make sure that we're comfortable with this kind of over-exaggerated version on the range before we take it to the course. That way we won't have to think about the over-exaggeration anymore. Like always, it's best to just avoid having a laundry list of swing thoughts when you're out on the course. You know, we don't fix our swing on the course. We fix it on the range. We play on the course. So kind of getting to that punch shot, we want about 90% of the weight on the front side of your body. This will encourage kind of that downward into the ball motion. And it's actually going to help us kind of create an increase in power. If your weight's too far back with an iron, you're going to have those kind of inconsistent and weak shots. As the weight transfers forward from the back through to the front foot, you're generating power. And you're putting yourself in a position where you can more effectively swing down and through the ball. I know I've, I heard one coach describe it and I really like the way that he described it as I don't necessarily need a, as much of a transfer in weight as I need a transfer in pressure. So on your backswing, you end up feeling more pressure on your back foot and then you transfer that pressure to your front foot. So I I just, something about the way that he said that I just really, really like that. You don't necessarily need transfer of weight, but you need transfer of pressure. So our other thing here is that a lot of players try and hit up on the ball with an iron or they try and sweep it off the ground. This really isn't a great way to create power because the power comes from, you know, that forward shaft lean, that compression, that pressure. And in order to create the power, we need to be in the position to make that club head put pressure on the golf ball kind of into and through again, the ground. So once you're at the, once you've kind of gotten used to your, your punch shots, you know, we're going to get into those, fuller swings. And once you're at the top of your backswing, you want to start initiating the downswing like you're using your body to throw your arms straight down. And I've talked about this in other videos I've done where it almost feels like your right elbow is kind of tucking into your ribs. So, you know, we don't want to feel like we're kind of coming over the top and casting it. We want our arms to drop straight down. Again, you're going to feel that that right arm or that back arm kind of pushing into your ribs. And that is what is going to transfer that pressure into the golf ball. So in order to kind of help feel this motion a little bit better, you can make practice swings with your hands way in front of the club head. Again, that punch shot feeling. This again is an exaggeration, but I like working on exaggerations. That way you don't have to think about it as much in the moment. So, you want to feel like your hands are way way in front of the ball. Uh the way that I like to set it up is I put the club head down on my back foot and then I press my hands forward until they are at my front leg and then you then you absolutely have a ton of forward shaft lean and you're just trying to hold that position and just hit little punch shots. And it's it's just a great way to kind of feel your, you know, your front leg and your hands come through with that pressure going into the ball being way out in front of the club head. And so that's how we can kind of feel that compression and that pressure going into the ball. One of the big things to avoid here, though, is trying to get too wristy. A lot of people, like, they they get into this, okay, I have to feel compression into the shot mentality, and then they think that they have to, Equate everything and flip everything with the wrists. And boy, we could not get any farther from the truth. I don't want you trying to time shots with your wrists. I want you to swing the club with your body. And by swinging the club with your body, your hands are going to be in front of the ball at impact. When you flick your wrist with an iron shot, you end up sometimes sweeping it off the ground, coming up at it, hit some thin shots, obviously losing power there. A lot of times when you try and flick your wrists, you end up hitting way behind the ball, too. And if we're hitting way behind the ball, we're obviously not transferring power very well. So, we're going to be, instead of kind of rotating and getting through the ball, I want your shoulders to be aimed in the same position they were at address. Now, this is a key because it allows you to hit accurate shots down the target line. If we think about it, the more square we are throughout impact the better line the ball is going to have as it flies. So when we rotate the shoulders too much, when we really try and like snap them closed, a lot of times that creates that sweeping motion again. And you know, when the wrists flip one way, you're going to get a big pull, like a dead pull left. Other times when you're, when you're pulling, if your body's used to doing this hard snap closed, and it doesn't do it the right way, you know, you might get that S word, that shank. I don't want to say it, but, you know, sometimes it can create shanks where you're really leading out with that heel and nothing gets closed. So, again, kind of as a takeaway here, we need to understand where the power comes from. It comes from really transferring that pressure into the ball just before the ground. So, if we're hitting pure irons and we're taking those nice divots and hitting powerful shots, we're actually going to be hitting a little bit down on the ball instead of sweeping it. Now, again, in order to get that feeling of swinging down on the ball, you want to make sure you're taking those practice swings with your hands way, way, way in front of the club. Again, focusing on the over exaggeration for practice. That way, when it comes time to do the thing in real life, then we don't have to think about it and everything kind of regresses back to normal. So we're going to limit that wrist action when we're hitting iron shots, because we don't want to, we don't want to flick wrists because that's just creating a lot more variables and a lot more issues creates weak shots, thin shots, fat shots, all sorts of goofy stuff. And then really kind of keeping our shoulders on that target line at impact in order to get that ball going on the target line a lot more consistently. So that's our walkthrough on how to hit more solid iron shots, how to get more distance into your irons, and make sure you head back to the website, golfstrategyschool.com. Check out the blog post for this. I'm going to embed a video by Danny Maud where he walks through this process that I really, really like. So check it out. I want you to get the most out of your irons, the most out of every single swing that you can. And if you're interested in working with me directly, you can do so through the Golf Strategy Academy. Again, we're focusing on helping people break 90. Uh, This is something that you can get into for, honestly, less than you probably spend on golf balls in a given month. Definitely less than you would spend on a lesson with a top-tier pro. So if you want to work with me directly, Head to golfstrategyschool.com academy to learn more about the process that I teach with our students. Uh, we've had a lot of huge success. One of our students, Jonathan, he's been in the program for five weeks. He was averaging between 95 and 100 when he came in. Now he's averaging 85, taking 10 strokes off in five weeks. So if you want the exact practices and the exact drills that I have my students do, come join my academy. There's a private Facebook group that goes with it. We've got over 20 lessons included, and it's just a a small monthly fee of $49 per month. So if you want to get on that, golfstrategyschool.com slash academy. Otherwise, I will catch you all in the short grass. Cheers, everybody. All right, thanks for listening to this episode of Golf Strategy School. As always, if you want to keep it in the short grass, all you got to do is put those lessons into effect. And if you want to see exactly how you fare in terms of your physical performance, to other golfers your age, head over to parforsuccess.com slash griffin, and you'll be able to see exactly where you line up and match up with other golfers your age based off of this free performance assessment that Chris and his team has put together. Again, that's parforsuccess.com slash griffin to see exactly how well you line up against all the golfers your age. And I'll just drop a link to it in the show notes.